and welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. Uh, we're broadcasting live from Step Conference. We're the media partner for the third time in a row, and it's great because we get to meet amazing entrepreneurs and VCs. And this interview, in particular, is very, very close to my heart because <laughs> it's with Tamer and Alma, who are amazing people. And uh, my agency, Yellow, has done the branding for V Store, so it's it's amazing to have you guys on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you, Mamta. And we love you so much. We love the agency. We are every every day we we see our logo. We're like, oh my god, we love it. Oh, we love it so much. That makes you so happy. Thank you. So we store is solving a big problem for social sellers, uh, for small and medium e-commerce players who are who struggle with logistics and are looking for a solution that's end to end. And this is where we store comes in. They help with fulfillment. They help with uh, logistics with order management with delivery all of it so that all the hassles are taken away is that right exactly correct great yes. so uh, I know a little bit of history but for the listeners how did we store come about did you notice that there was a gap in the market so I've always been in the B2C space, uh, working for Suit.com and, and the likes of it. And uh, I knew that I wanted to actually change and do something B2B. Uh, the, the growing of the B2B business is a lot easier, to be honest, and the keep raising funds for it is a lot easier. So I wanted to do something in the B2B space. And during the pandemic, I saw the rise of needing of e-commerce and you have you need to do fulfillment, picking, packing, delivery. And that's where I saw it during the pandemic. And I decided to open uh, based on a couple of uh, US models and bring them here and really go for it. Yeah, because I remember when we did the research into the space as well, uh, looking at US and Europe, uh, uh, companies and brands that have been in this space have raised a lot of money because there's a it's a real uh, need a real issue pain point that it's solving right for entrepreneurs and uh, social sellers exactly as uh, Tamir said especially uh, during COVID there was a, a huge rise in uh, e-commerce and here in, in MENA region especially and the rest of the industry did not follow the rise accordingly mm. you know the rest of the industry stayed very traditional it didn't change as the trends uh, changed so uh, we realized that like let's let's change the industry yeah great we're always happy to work with uh, any brand or business that's looking to disrupt an archaic system because I know um, uh, you know from the research that uh, for a social seller or an entrepreneur to lease a warehouse right now the the duration and and the bureaucracy it just gets in the way of them doing business and the so, commitments right? yeah and the commitments i know your seed stage and six weeks in uh but uh what do you think is the biggest challenge from a customer's point of view when it comes to logistics uh, for regarding with us or just in general when it in comes to general with the system before we store oh yeah so um, pricing is number one they they these guys are working on very thin margins and their cash flow is very strapped so they don't want to pay up front they don't want to commit to one year uh, they they cannot also command volume because if you look at the likes of the noons and Amazon, they can easily command volume. So they can go and rent a warehouse and be able to get a very good, whether it's the lease or the actual operational inside the warehouse through a 3PL. With the small sellers, 
They don't need big spaces. They need tiny spaces. They need it on demand. And they need to be able to command a good price for, for the value they're getting. And to me, today, that's what we're solving for them. Okay. I think all these problems are being solved with what we're doing with WeStore. Okay. So, so you guys are able to pass on the big, uh, big box store, warehousing, pricing to the smaller guys, basically. Is that Definitely. how it works? Yeah. Yes. So today we are commanding the price of Amazon because we have a huge aggregation through our network of all the small sellers combined together they become one big seller so that's how we're going to get the volumes and that's how we're getting the volumes today and passing the pricing or the savings onto them okay that's awesome. uh, yeah. one of the things that i would like to add to what tamir said is that what we realized through feedback from the customers um that first as you said they cannot commit like a, for one year contract and so on and then another thing is it's really hard for them as social seller sellers entrepreneurs small and medium businesses who you know started uh, these businesses they see them as their baby right yeah. so it's super hard that after years of handling everything just give your operations to a warehouse to someone that you know you you don't truly trust and you're not sure about the quality and you want definitely to give the best quality to your customers yeah. so we make sure that we can we can assure that there will be like a high-end quality um, service for for them and for their customers great and uh, I mean it's it's also early days for you guys what do you think has been the biggest challenge when it comes to converting like uh, these these social sellers these entrepreneurs so for us, the first, I would say, three weeks, we were kind of using the traditional model of, okay, here's the CBM rate, here's the pick, ra pick rate, here's the labor rate, and so on. And we realized it requires you to have a PhD to really understand how much you're going to pay at the end of the month because you're getting a rate per item and you don't know how much you're going to do. Yeah. So we've simplified the model now. We've went to a subscription-based model. So you know how much you're going to pay up front. It's very clear. Monthly basis, month to month. If you don't like it after one month, you can leave. So there's no commitment to a yearly or anything else. And we've really simplified it. And we've really taken it down to an, a level of the micro seller. Because mm -hmm. we really, our targets are micro, small, and medium-sized businesses. So we've really started with the micro seller. We have a package for micro seller, small businesses, and medium-sized businesses. And for the likes that people need customization, we also have a subscription model for it customized for their needs. So tell me what's included in the subscription model for the micro and a small and a medium. What, what do you provide and what's included in the... So what's included is the storage, okay. bringing the items inside the warehouse, inventory management, customer service, returns, uh, picking the items. What is not included, because we're also very upfront about it, is any uh, charges for delivery. Okay. So all your deliveries, uh, collecting the COD fees, all that stuff, that is not included. I'm, I'm sorry, I have to jump in. Returns yes, are not included as well. <laughs> well returns are not included as we well. We do them, we do them, yeah, but definitely it will it will not be it included in more, the package, exactly. It requires more operational management and things. The return inside the warehouse is included. Yeah. 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 Okay. The okay, return right. charges from the delivery company or the courier company is not included. That's the difference. Okay. We, we've tried okay. to do is really tell them, okay, because with small sellers, they really don't know. Sometimes they get three orders a day. Sometimes they get zero. 
So we wanted to give them the flexibility of getting the storage and the deliver and the, the the facility inside the warehouse. Okay. And be able to say I have flexibility into even having zero orders. Okay. What if I I'm starting new? So that's the flexibility we've given them really. Okay. Uh, at the moment, I'm sorry, I just uh, have to add. At the moment, we we started with the three different packages, and then there is a fourth one, which is like a custom package. Like, yeah. Just speak mentioned. to us and let us uh, let let us exactly cater. personalize cater. Uh, so it's gonna match your business needs perfectly. Okay. So you include the warehouse space you include the picking you include the packing delivery is on top for cod tra- any delivery is, a, is, is extra. on top is extra, okay yes. and returns is on top as yes. well yeah okay we do also provide extra services like customized packaging the kitting and uh, things like that but of course this this is all depending from one case to another okay. um it, it is not included in the package but we can definitely provide all the all the services needed so can, can you just walk me through what the experience w- uh, would be like say for example I'm uh, a small seller uh, you know I've imported some items that I want to sell on Amazon for example from Alibaba yeah I want to do some drop shipping stuff right and um, or Alibaba and now it's reached Dubai and I have to figure out what to do with it till I sell it so w- what is the process how would you guys operate in that situation yeah so uh, we as we said we take care of the logistics from from uh, beginning to an end mm. so let's say if you have imported your items here we can go to pick it up from the ports or wherever your items are once uh, it's cleared yes once it's cleared we can definitely uh, arrange delivery sometimes customer want to deliver it on their own and that's completely fine uh, so pretty much we need to know your requirements uh, to understand better your business and your products just to make sure that we we put your stuff in a warehouse that perfectly matches right sometimes uh, depending on the products uh, businesses need uh, temperature controlled they right. need uh, mm-hmm. uh, they have high value items so they need like a high uh, security standards and so on mm-hmm. so just understand the products you're selling and your business requirements a little bit more and you can have your stuff in in a warehouse in 24 hours wow uh, awesome. uh, we nice. take it from there by um, all the orders that needs to be fulfilled are fulfilled by us as i said we do have also customized uh, services uh, and then we deliver it to your end customer so if i do get an order what happens what's the process after that so there's an we, oms yeah, at the moment we we did build we have a uh, website right we do have a, a customer portal that each one of our customers have access to the, they have a dashboard over there where they they manage their inventory their orders their returns shipping and all of that oh, awesome. so you can pretty much just log in into a portal and uh, submit new order at this moment we are also working on integration yeah with, uh, i think that would be yeah. great yeah, because yeah can can speak a little bit more about yeah. that because if i'm a seller and i'm selling through first cry mom's world and amazon anytime there's an order from either of these ideally i wouldn't want to have to yes. input the order details we are, right we are aware so, of that so our yeah. goal is to unify all that under one dashboard today what's happening is you're going into amazon you're listing your items you're going to noon listing your items and then you're going to mom's world and so on and so on Sometimes you get the emails things through email. Sometimes it's through uh, just a notification. Amazon does notification, and you have to log in to see what's happening. We're going to unify all that, okay. automate all that, so you can have one user dashboard oh. that can manage your entire life cycle of all your channels. That, that is amazing. Awesome. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, that is amazing because as uh, an entrepreneur, 
not only do I have one centralized system and I don't have to input these details, but I can see the health of my business yes. because I have full visibility on which uh, which platform is performing best yeah. for me. You know? Which platform is performing best? Which SKUs is performing across all? Yeah. yeah. What's my inventory levels across yeah. all? Yeah. Where can I take inventory from and actually give it to somewhere else? Because maybe it's not performing here, but it's performing somewhere else better. Yeah. I can actually move the inventory. So yeah. really giving you the analytics. One of the reasons why we chose for our domain name .ai is really to give you the artificial intelligence, to give you the intelligence around the platform. Yeah. Um, one thing that I wanted to also mention that we should we should really uh, hit hard on, we are a network of, uh, of warehouses. Yeah. We never discussed that with you guys. So yeah. the beauty about us is that we have mainland, we have free zone, uh, we have frozen, we have high value goods, we have dangerous goods. So whatever your needs are is being met because we we are agnostic to any warehouse. Um, that's yeah. amazing. And, that's and, over, and across all over, UAE. Yeah. all over UAE. All over UAE. And last... We really care. I mean, I come from an experience. You, I know we talked on the, in the past about that. I really care about the experience. The experience, yeah. So to me, we guarantee our SLAs and we care about the experience. To yeah. me, you're not just buying for us because it's it's super convenient pricing. Yeah. You're buying from us an experience. And that's what we want to deliver to you. Yeah. Is that comfort and experience of taking care of your baby, as Alma said. Yeah. yeah. We really do want to take care of all the operation and logistics cycle. So... Uh, they can really focus on growing their business, on marketing. A lot of them is actually B2B. They want to focus on B2C, but taking care of all the operations, they just don't have time. Yeah. So we really want to take this hard part um, on us. Yeah, one of the values is experience is everything. Yes, yes. definitely, definitely. Great, great. Uh, what if I was uh, a, a seller that... Uh, is getting high value and also fragile items. What about things like insurance? Is that something that that you would also take care of? We're taking care of it today with the warehouse, okay. but it's not part of our value proposition. Okay. We're not giving that as part of subscriptions. Okay. It is something we're it's looking into. Customized. Yeah, it's something in the customization and we're going towards it. Again, going back to all the micro and small sellers, to be honest, their margins are very thin. Yeah. You start talking to them about increasing their cost it becomes an issue. So for us, we're trying to do our best to be conscious of what we can give them, what we can support them on. And as we grow, we will pro probably offer them a lot more services than we were offering them today. Great. But we're very transparent about, as you know, we're very transparent about what we offer and what we cannot offer. Okay, great. Awesome. And how many clients have you, can you talk about how many clients you've onboarded as part of your subscription model or just in general, how many you've recruited? Uh, a subscription model is actually something quite new okay. and it's going to be launched next week. Okay. okay. So prepare for so a big launch. So you heard it, yeah. Yes, yes. prepared for a big, big launch for a first subscription uh, warehousing and fulfillment reinvented, right? Nice, yeah. I like it. So uh, we have around uh, about a dozen customers yeah. total Great. now, and we really do believe in, in a subscription. When you when you said what is uh, what was the biggest challenge for us so far when it comes to our customers, um, it was we 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 know that there is desirability we know that our what customer needs it was just finding the right way the right the right model the right way to package exactly, it exactly yeah. to package it for them and then uh, we we saw that really the biggest problem is they don't know uh, accurate price you know yeah. and it's super hard to give them accurate pricing this is the, that's why we we started um, this whole uh, subscription model and we really do believe in it and yeah. the one as you said experimentation is is everything mm -hmm. and yeah. we really do believe 
believe in that and we are ready to experiment even even if it doesn't work out maybe uh, we just change the packages we, yeah. will, we will really be listening to, to the feedback to, to what the market is going to say back and then we will uh, act accordingly yeah definitely I think that uh, step is also a great place because it's it's full of uh, entrepreneurs to validate the subscription model yeah. I think the biggest challenge when we speak to entrepreneurs is logistics is scary <laughs> for yeah. them, you yes. know and they know that logi- good logistics means that the customers will keep coming back and buying their products etc yeah so but it's they see 3pl and they see logistics as a service and it's just all very daunting so i think what you're trying to do with the subscription model in in really like simplifying it in terms of space in terms of pick pack deliver i think all of that yeah, is, is exactly. very exactly as i as i told you just before we started we we want to make it as simple as watching watching a movie or ordering your groceries like you just have to subscribe and we'll take care of everything amazing yeah. That's one awesome. of the things i would like to add tamir we we really didn't touch that point is yes we do have all those like small and medium businesses customers on one side but we are really as i mentioned at the beginning industry itself is very traditional and it's yeah. not uh, it's not following the trends so we really also try to put impact on the warehouses they are also very traditional you would be surprised with how many warehouses actually they're still working not not even with excel sheets they work with with notebooks and pens oh, really? oh my god yeah. i was yeah, going yeah. to yes, ask you yes, what's the really? challenge we you were face surprised. On the we were side. surprised especially yeah. for us as a tech company it's like oh we need to do something to help these guys right <laughs> so we are yeah. really trying we have amazing operations team who who who's on a field all the time with the with the warehouses we are trying also to understand the their pain points and then also to act accord, uh, accordingly to to build the technology to help them evolve right. along with us and with the industry as well great okay. so you're building uh, a dashboard and tech on both sides of the business yes. exactly okay exactly. okay awesome. yes so uh, are there any other challenges that you face on the warehouses warehousing or logistics side that the customers not Yeah, the warehouses, some of them, um, some of them get our model and understand that it's a volumes game and that we will help them, right? It just takes time, but we will help them really eventually utilize their, all the unutilized space that they have. Yeah. And some of them are really still stuck with the model of, no, 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 I just need one or two big clients and I'm really happy with that. They're going to fill up my entire warehouse in a matter of days and I'm done. Problem is, every time we approach one of these guys who are thinking this way, within a matter of two, three weeks, they're calling us back and telling us, The big client just left us and we have half the warehouses empty. Yeah. Can you really help us with this? Yeah. And it really comes back to really they're still thinking very traditional and we're really trying to help them evolve beyond that on the warehouse side. Yeah. I th- yeah. I think changing that mindset is is a bit of a challenge like uh just because they've been doing this for so long in the same way I think. But I'm glad that they're open to changing and seeing that the market requires them to be flexible yes. as well. Definitely, yes. Great. Awesome. Uh one thing to add also yeah. is along the way as we're working with the suppliers, now we're getting data on them and their quality of service and the service offering, which Great. today as a database it doesn't exist anywhere in the MENA region. Okay. You don't know right. who's doing the warehousing, what type of warehousing they're doing, what's the quality of service, what um, amenities they can provide for you or value added services. So as we're getting this into our database, we're also collecting all this information about what's happening on the warehousing side so we can actually start hopefully in the future produce reports on what's happening in the warehousing industry. That's interesting. Cool. So you could also potentially for your high value clients or for clients that are paying a higher subscription fee Uh, store their products in the warehouse that performs the best 
in terms of operations would you utilize it in that way no you want to be fair to all your customers no i want to give them the best service i really i care more about the service than anything else because yeah. we live in a service world and yeah. to be honest the mina region is still behind on what comes to service i mean you call a, a telecom right you're on the phone for 45 minutes before somebody answers the phone right banks banks are the worst yeah yeah so <laughs> we we don't have chatbots yeah you 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 pick up the phone you're going to call us right away you're yeah. going to call me you're going to call alma right yeah and that's oh, really the spirit of whatsapp and that's really the spirit of us we 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 really we're all about the service yeah that's um, awesome. you know if you give them an amazing service they will always stick with you and i think in the long run it's a, it's it's to me it's i'm really playing the long game with this yeah even if we end up losing money one year two years long term we're going to be winning big time yeah cool. i think also your history with amazon as well you saw that uh, you know where they where they were really leading is prioritizing service and and customer care above everything else yeah. uh, did you say you also provide customer service to the uh, social sellers as well So so right now if there's an order that hasn't reached or something and the end customer is following up on that who are they following up with If they're following up from a courier perspective they're following up with us Okay If they're following up on just like in general they're calling the brand directly the, the brand already yes okay but but this is one of How the things that we this? have uh, played it in our thinking yeah, we, as a part yeah, of our as evolution as a value added service exactly. yeah, yeah. evolution services because we also again we we really gathered a lot of uh, feedback from uh, from a client from customers and businesses and this is also one of the pain points that they're having customer service especially when they scale they're growing bigger yeah. it's, it's hard for them to to take care of this so then we were like okay we want to take the headache from them <laughs> so why not to extend you know yeah. we we just want to really make sure that we we excel in what we are doing at this moment and then we can Before definitely Before you add on Exactly yeah. and there's there's a lot to be added on actually Yeah yeah Cool So I just want to ask you guys uh what have you experienced what challenges have you experienced as entrepreneurs in this region and uh you know fundraising and things like that I know you guys have raised Very a seed early, round Yeah uh but but how what do you think of the the entrepreneurial experience so far and what uh would you share to budding entrepreneurs like advice so uh the two takeaways that i can kind of say out loud that i are my pain pain painful points <laughs> talent talent is really hard in this region yeah. bodies is easy talent is not and to be honest the giants without naming names but the giants have really taken the the salaries of of a lot of the good talent very very high and and it makes it really hard to find good talent at a at a, at a, at a I'm not going to say affordable price but at a good price reasonable price market average yeah um that's one and two opening the bank account <laughs> it was yes. painful yes. it's so painful it's like six six no sorry 12 weeks almost to open a bank account i'm like yeah it's it's opening a bank account i'm giving you my money yeah. yeah so like no the banking institutions that's another thing like i know there's a whole thing in step about fintech but i have not seen anybody disrupting the banking i've seen disrupting payments in general but the mm-hmm. the banking piece needs to be disrupted it's, oh my god yes sense. in fact i yeah. think 2 years ago uh, on one of our podcast episodes i 
I really shared my very honest rant about this because it's it's so not uh, entrepreneur friend friendly even in terms of deposits that you need to have. I'd much rather utilize that money in growing my business than keep it in the bank, like just to get started. And even then, I'm treated like shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. No, I, it's I horrible. I think it's ridiculous. So, so I, I know there are some people who are working on uh, doing like, like launching the bank. first digital bank over here which will hopefully solve some of these issues because yes I banking know, over here is a massive let us know once yeah they're alive. <laughs> yeah yeah that that really does need to change i completely agree and, with you. and by the way yes i agree with you i they ha- i have to keep my money in the bank yeah and i'm like uh, guys but, i'm a startup yeah, yeah exactly so yeah that yeah, that's you want utilization of liquid cash like I, you don't want it to be sitting in the bank to just get started yeah it's ridiculous so that's that's uh, the point challenges that uh, you faced as challenges? well challenges i didn't I, honestly for me of course we do have a challenge challenges on a like a company level but uh, personally th- this is this is my first startup experience right i worked in a corporate before so that's what i know it's your first startup experience as well not my, my first running a startup, startup but yeah. not my first startup, startup i mean experience. i worked in sue in the us i worked in border free yeah i worked in uh, a couple of other startups in the us so no not my first foray so, into yeah, yeah. Okay. But first running. One. First running, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, everything I know is is corporates, and then when I when I joined uh, Tamit from from the beginning, um, it, it it was something new. You know, the whole new world opened up for me, and I was like, oh my god, it's so green in here, and there is wind, <laughs> and there is birds and flowers and rainbows. This is how I, I how I still see uh, startup culture, and this is what I really enjoy so much. And I keep telling him, I love this. Uh, I am a product manager, but I'm really involved into every single piece of our business uh, right. operations sales marketing social media HR like we were searching for the office together we were hiring people together we were you know like you're really doing everything and yeah. this is what I really love 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 about this I love your optimism yeah I love it I, I, and I, the I really love it I really yeah. love it and we are really trying to build this culture inside uh, in, in, inside uh, the company itself you guys help us with our yeah. with our values and how much we really want to push this the, the people first and the yeah. experimentation is the greatest key and like yeah. just experiment and fail like yeah. failure is a lesson and so on so I'm really enjoying I'm, I'm really enjoying that I don't think I'm going back to corporates ever uh, yeah I, I think the flexibility is awesome right yeah. like uh, just to be able to do things quicker yeah because in corporate it takes so long to like yeah. get anything done and and in corporates like your skin's not in the game right like yeah, so it's so it's line. a it's a very different thing i remember when uh sid had a startup it was called ajar car and i remember when he was considering getting into it he said i can either do this or i can do an mba and i'm torn between what i do and I was like, do this. And to be honest, I, mean, I think it was definitely the right move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the experience that you get, like you're saying, the experience that you get being involved in every aspect of the business. You learn so much. You grow so quickly. You're forced to learn. You're forced, <laughs> forced to learn. To learn. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. I look at the startup life as MBA on steroids. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> definitely. What you want to do is you want to avoid burnout, though. That's yes. important, I think. But. Uh, but it, it is a great, great learning experience as well. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying it so much, especially when we're talking about the experimenting. It's like, I remember, okay, of course, we did the market research and we did so many analysis before we even started, right? But we had a set of ans- assumptions. But once we started and things that we discover along the way and that, that yeah. we will 
uh, yet discover it's it's insane that every every day we're like can you imagine how come we never thought of, about this yeah. you know and like we would never we never thought that the clients will want this so it's like it's it's just a cycle ongoing cycle that you just keep learning and learning and learning and there's a lot of signs along the way you just have to to be able to read them so what's next for we store what are you planning as you grow so for us uh, we're planning expansion we're working on uh, Saudi and Egypt hopefully by the end of the summer we're going to expand there uh, we we believe we that's soon yeah yeah it's yeah, really soon we really we really believe in expansion Amazing. part of our dna as well is being ability for any of the sellers that are selling in the uae to just pick up and drop all the stuff items in saudi and start selling in saudi right away oh. this is the reason they're going to connect with us right one connection one dashboard across the entire mina region and then hopefully our long term plan is 10 countries a year Wow. I'm really nice. going for 10 countries a year for the next 5 years. Damn. Wow, that awesome. is very ambitious. Yes. Well, we wish you all the best. I'm very excited for you. This is the year of two babies for yes, you. Yes, we yes. Store yes. It's the first we store baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but congratulations. Thank I you so I much. love that you are so passionate about the business and that yellow as well has played a small role in that and we wish you guys all the best thank you for being on the show thank, thank you, you so much thank, thank you guys you. thank you so much was by the way yellow played a very crucial role small but very crucial amazing <laughs> i love to hear that